0: Hey guys, a beautiful morning to you all. Today's Bible reading we're taking from 2 Corinthians 11 and 2 Corinthians 12. And our memory verse is taken from 2 Corinthians 12 verse 9. And it says, My grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. Let's take a few moments to ask the Holy Spirit to open our eyes, open our ears and open our hearts to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is going to be saying to us today. In 2 Corinthians 11, Paul talked about false prophets. I would like us especially take note of the things Paul says because in this generation we like new things, we like flashy things, we like things that are not the old ways basically but we forget that the word of God is the same yesterday, today and forevermore. So in this generation it is very easy for us to be swayed by false prophets and false doctrines. Paul started by saying I hope you will put up with a little more of my foolishness. Please bear with me. For I am jealous for you with the jealousy of God himself. I promised you as a pure bride to one husband, Christ. But I fear that somehow your pure and undivided devotion to Christ will be corrupted, just as Eve was deceived by the cunning ways of the serpent. You happily put up with whatever anyone tells you. Even if they preach, a different jesus than the one we preach or a different kind of spirit than the one you received or a different kind of gospel than the one you believed but i do not consider myself inferior in any ways to these super prophets who teach such things i may be unskilled as a speaker but i am not lacking in knowledge we have made this clear to you in every possible way was i wrong when i humbled myself and honored you by preaching God's good news to you without expecting anything in return. I robbed other churches by accepting their contribution so I can serve you at no cost. And when I was with you, and I didn't have enough to live on, I did not become a financial burden on you, for the brothers who came from Macedonia brought me all that I needed, but I will continue to do what I have always done. This will undercut those who are looking for an opportunity to boast that their work is just like ours these people are false prophets they are deceitful workers who disguise themselves as apostles of Christ but I am not surprised even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light so it is no wonder that his servants also disguise themselves as servants of righteousness in the end they will get the punishment their wicked deeds deserve now Paul spoke about his many trials Again I say to you don't think that I am a fool to talk like this but even if you do listen to me as you would to a foolish person. While I also boast a little. Such boasting is not from the Lord but I am acting like a fool. And since others boast about their human achievements I will too. After all you think you are so wise but you enjoy putting up with fools. You put up with it when someone enslaves you, takes everything you have, takes advantage of you takes control of everything, and slaps you in the face. I am ashamed to say that we've been too weak to do that. But whatever they dare to boast about, I am talking like a fool again. I dare to boast about it too. Are they Hebrews? So am I. Are they Israelites? So am I. Are they descendants of Abraham? So am I. Are they servants of Christ? I know I sound like a madman, but I have served him far more. I have worked harder, been put in prison more often. Been whipped times without numbers, faced death time and time again. Five different times the Jewish leaders gave me 39 lashes. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned, three times I was shipwrecked. Once I spent a whole night and a day adrift at sea. I have traveled on many long journeys. I have faced dangers from rivers, from robbers. I have faced dangers from my own people, the Jews, as well from the Gentiles. I have faced dangers in cities, in the desert and on sea, and I have faced dangers from men who claim to be believers but are not, I have worked hard and long, enduring many sleepless nights, I have been hungry and thirsty and often gone without food, I have shivered in the cold without enough clothing to keep me warm, then beside all this, I have the daily burden of my concern for all the churches, who is weak without my feeling that weakness, who is led astray? and I do not burn with anger. If I must boast, I would rather boast about the things that show how weak I am. God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who is worthy of eternal praise, know. I am not lying. When I was in Damascus, the governor under King Aretas kept guard at the city gates to catch me. I had to be lowered in a basket through a window in the city wall to escape from him. In this chapter, Paul was expressing his anger. I was trying to say that the Corinthians, the people of Corinthians, and even we people in general, we tend to want to listen to the listen of false prophets. We don't want to hear the truth. People will lie to us, or just arrange their lives, set it, and you believe it. Paul is saying that he doesn't need to say all the things that he, has, he goes through. But just so that the people of Corinthians and we can see that the burden of apostles and prophets and Christians in general is not rosy. We shouldn't be be swayed by the people that just want to say things that we want to hear. We move on to 2 Corinthians 12, and Paul talks about the tone in his flesh and the visions that he has had. He's still expressing his anger. This boasting will do no good, but I must go on. I will reluctantly tell about my visions and revelations from the Lord. I was caught up to the third evils 14 years ago. Whether I was in my body or out of my body, I don't know. Only God knows. Yes, only God knows whether I was in my body or outside my body, but I don't know. But I do know that I was caught up to paradise and had things so astounding that they cannot be expressed in words. Things no human is allowed to tell. That experience is worth boasting about, but I am not going to do it. I will boast only about my weaknesses. If I want to boast, I would be no fool in doing so because I will be telling the truth, but I won't do it because I don't want anyone to give me credit beyond what they can see in my life and hear in my message. Even though I have received such wonderful revelation from God, so to keep me from becoming proud, I was given a turn in my flesh a messenger from Satan, to torment me and keep me from being proud. Three different times I have begged the Lord to take it away. Each time he said, my grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. So now I am glad to boast about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ can walk through me. That is why I take pleasure in my weaknesses and insults, hardships, persecutions, and troubles that I suffer for Christ. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Paul finally talks about why he likes to boast in his weakness. Why people think he is weak. He really isn't weak. But he has come to the understanding that through his weakness, God's power works the best. He is glad about his weaknesses so that the power of Christ can walk through him. Because God's grace is all he needs. God's grace is all we need. In times when we're in lack, in times when it seems like life is about to go out of us, in times when it seems like everything is bleak, God's word to you is, my grace is all you need." We move on and verse 11 is said, you have made me act like a fool. You ought to be writing recommendations for me, for I am not at all inferior to these super apostles, even though I am nothing at all. When I was with you, I certainly gave you proof that I am an apostle, for I patiently did many signs and wonders and miracles among you. The only thing I failed to do, which I do in the other churches, was become a financial burden to you. Please forgive me for this wrong. Now, I am coming to you for the third time and I will not be rebutting to you. I don't want what you have. I want you. After all, children don't provide for their parents, rather parents provide for their children. I will gladly spend myself and all I have for you, even though it seems that the more I love you, the less you love me. Some of you may admit that I was not a burden to you, but others think I was sneaky and took advantage of you by tripping. But how? Did any of the men I sent to you take advantage of you? When I heard her just to visit you and other brothers, did they take advantage of you? No, for we have the same spirit and walk in each other's step, doing things the same way. Perhaps you think we are saying these things just to defend ourselves. No, we tell you this as Christ's servants and with God as our witness. Everything we do, dear friend, is to strengthen you. For I am afraid. when I come I won't like what I find and you won't like my response I'm afraid that I will find quarreling jealousy anger selfishness slander gossip arrogance and disorderly behavior yes I am afraid that when I come again God will humble me in your presence and I will be grieved because many of you have not given up your good sins you have not repented of your impurity sexual immorality and eagerness for l- lustful pleasure Paul is basically saying that the Corinthians, yes though it looked for a little while and they have repented but that is not the case at all that is the case for many Christians you know, you feel so re- remorseful You will say, God, I will not do this, I will not do that a week after a month after, six months after you find yourself in the same vomit is promise you'll never go back to paul is telling us to watch our ways to be careful and this is how we enter this today's bible study i hope you guys have a great day Feel the inviting the holy spirit into your daily activities i love you and just loves you even more